the world is changing. 51 years ago, the War of the Wilds came to a stalemate. The people of the Grainor Peninsula set all plant life ablaze to stop the stranglehold and built a mighty wall to keep the wilds at bay. All the while, they sat atop their monument, never truly knowing why this all began. A likeness of peace blanketed the blasted lands. One year ago, it all changed. An ancient god, once bound by old magic, found himself free and took his vengeance as his shackles were shattered. The mountainous city of Bulwark paid a grave price, but in the wake of this destruction comes the first glimpses of the possibility for true and honest peace. Our heroes venture from their familiar homeland into the fullness of what their world was before the war, a world they've touched but never truly seen. They find themselves caught between a land that has tried to end their lives hundreds of times over and a country they helped decimate. Under the canopy, they seek glory, truth, and salvation. The world is changing, and their hands will guide it. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, it's time. We return to Bulwark's far-flung pseudo-future via the golden inspiration of the Awakened Seer. Thank you to our backers, Carlin, Atan, and Everett for their support. With that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. So up until this point, because you know, I, I have a bit of a rich timber yeah. to my voice. I've only been able to do sort of masculine forms for my oh. aliases. But but now I just thought you you can sing the high part of your songs now? Oh my god! You just broke my brain! I could be a soprano! <laughs> you don't have to find somebody to duet with anymore. You're so pure. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, but like, I was thinking more like, I can do things like this, and like, I'll turn into Addy, and I go, Dear Jackson! Oh. And and it's perfect. I'm conflicted. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I I felt like that could go either way, really. But I'm not confined to to masculine characters. That's great. Remember that time Loki turned into Natalie Portman? Yeah, that's what ha- just happened here. Well, yeah, but like, but Loki like tried to kill Natalie Portman. <laughs> like, I like I I view uh, Addy as a friend still. I was just trying, that's true. I was yeah. like, who has a who yeah. has a very distinct female voice that I can do a a, a mimic of? We are, of now. course, speaking of the in depth plot of uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, yes, that's great, Zafir. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I wait for Zafir to like move ahead a little bit. And I hang back with Jackson for a second and say, "Okay, I'm gonna start a list." of people he is absolutely not allowed to turn into. And I'll pull a little piece of paper. First name on there, Leia Sabolwark. <laughs> that was the other one I was thinking of! <laughs> I know, which is why I'm preempting you, you we're, bastard. All right, can we, and we're going to put Addy right, second, Addy's on please. there, Adelaide Charmaine. Yep. It's definitely spelled wrong. Uh, I don't know how to yeah, spell I it. Are you know. kidding me? I, I scribble it out. Addy. I shout the spelling back yeah. at you. You can't hear us. This conversation's happening in private. Fine, I'm no longer in media res. Thank you. Can we just write down um, all gods slash patrons question mark? Yeah. What if it? What Wise. if it's necessary? 
You're not. You don't know here. about this. I just, I just, I, oh, okay. I think that's a good place to start. We'll, um, we'll, we'll keep it on hand as needed. It's a living document. I respect these terms. I'm, I, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. We... Zephyr, you want to make it up to us? When we walk into the room, look like Baylet. I can do that. Yeah, yeah, that... yeah, yeah. 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 He, we're gonna, you're gonna freak his bean. I mean, I won't be in his clothes. I'll be in mine, but. Can't you just minor illusion your clothes? Or oh wait, no, I got this, and yeah, I'll turn to Bailey, and then I'll disguise self by clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect crime. This is going to end so badly one one day, and it's going to be worth it. Jackson said, "Just to the blue." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an aside to camera. <laughs> <laughs> it was an the office style cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sitting in the break room. <laughs> I have Jim's Jim's not amused face. It's just what Jackson looks like now. The three of you make your way back up the winding flights of stairs back to your room, where, as promised, there are uh, there's water and a couple charcuterie boards spread out. Nice. Um, Doritos and Mountain Spring has also been set out and artfully placed around. Clearly, this is decoration, not for eating. Artful Doritos. Nice. I do. I I storm in as Baylit Haram. And I I go, Amorea, you need to get away from him. He's an imposter. My God. All right, we're going to roll some insider (laughs) checks. Jackson and I are waiting around either kind of corner of the door, just do I, watching. Do I, yeah, we're Scooby ganging over the door. Do I roll deception? Yes. Ring of the lie. I'm kidding. No, it's a 19. Both of them scoot back away. Johnny, I have no idea who this guy is. Or I'm what's just going kidding. On. And then I'll turn. I'll turn back to me. <laughs> oh, he got you so bad. Look at your face. I will. I would like to point out that that was Mordecai's idea. Whoa! Hey! Whoa! <laughs> Come on! Yeah, yeah, it was totally Mordecai's oh, idea. Fuck yep. you both. He holds up the mortar and pestle. Do you really want to be fucking with me right now? It wasn't no, my not idea, at all. Master I, B. I'm, I'm sorry, Master B. It was just a joke. I'm so sorry. It, it wasn't Mordecai's fault. It was all me. It was all me. All right. Wasn't my best performance. It was all. It, it was a group effort. Yeah, okay. well, well, I'll own. I'll, I'll be. I'll own one third of that. We, we didn't stop him. We got magical tattoos. Not that we could. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up my arm. Huh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure I can make, like, bigger fire now. Mm. Bigger fire, good. I can do this now, and a kitty cat tail appears behind me. Oh, oh. my God. That is a, uh... That's a change. We have made Zephyr too powerful now. <laughs> This is the final form. Is I, I I am something else now. I have no. I was going to make an ascend, ascension joke, but I, I I think it's too soon. We were also cute and got uh, got group tattoos. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they fucking hurt. Oh, Worth it. That, uh, yeah. No, I I feel permanently hurt yeah. by these tattoos. But you know what? I think it was worth it. Oh, oh, absolutely. I hope so. Face I looks bamf, like a kitty I bamf, I bamf behind Amarea and try to scare him. Ha! Well, there you are, Jackson. No, okay. <laughs> okay. I I highly recommend going and getting one of those tattoos. Well, we'll see if we have time for it. It's not really my thing, and I don't know if there's much that can be done about this. And he does hold up uh, his Graynor tattoo, uh, and it is 
extensive. Y'all have seen it before. It's white. Incredibly intricate mandala work. Cool. Um, so it is pervasive. There is nothing that can be done to cover it up or hide it. Yeah. That's like really cool imagery, but yeah, that kind of, that's got a double edge to it. Did Rekar manage to get the eyes able to blink? You check, because you remember asking him about it. It's like, oh, right, yeah, that. Like, you got a little distracted by the end of it because it hurt like a fucking bitch. Well, that um, and I could you know, change into fucking anything I wanted. Right. cool. They don't, it's not like it once was. It's, this is, clearly isn't like, you know, a magical beholder living it in a part of your soul and also yeah. your arm but you do see like you look away and you look back and it feels like the eyes have changed places oh so they're shifting that's cool yeah so they move around that's so nice. there's some that are open some that are closed and every time you look away and look back like they've moved a position or two that's um i, I can fuck with that that's really cool <laughs> that's dope Oh, Maria, you'll be glad to know I start unstrapping the armor. You'll be really pleased to know that uh, the people over at the Iron Thistle did uh, good work on this. I will be the judge uh, of that. And okay. <laughs> well, they didn't do anything to it. They just kind of cleaned it. He takes it off you. New leather. Acceptable. I will examine this while you three have your dalliances tonight. Oh, I love Amorea. Is that what we're calling this? It's what okay. I'm calling it. Yeah. Well, but the armor uh, is is real. I was ha- I'm happy with it. Un- My AC is 20 now. That's very handy for you. I don't know what that means, but it says so on the label. Oh my God. <laughs> it's nice that they took your pre-existing abilities into account. Yeah, I was, I'm happy with it. And he looks at all, th- uh, all four of you. You will have fun. Be careful. Like, yeah, I think we're going to have a little bit of fun, but I do think we're probably going to, like, we learned some pivotal things last time we did this. So I'm, I am kind of hoping for that too. This is not just recreational in what I want to say. I am aware Carrie is incredibly insightful. Carrie is also, and I mean this with all due respect to them. As well as to you, Bailet, but Kerry's also a bit of a shit. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to call him a giant eye dick. Mm. No, but that is evocative, and I do hate it. Either way, no arguments here. Same. I do have some arguments. A bouncing eye dick? Because he's the beach ball and he bounces, so... Anyways, you will be careful. You stay safe. You drink some water before you go in. I will keep an eye on the door tonight. All right. You can, and I think we have an army of familiars for to help you with that. Yep. Excellent. I leave out a uh, we. I go over to the charcuterie board and I make Gary a little plate. <laughs> it's got some bacon on it. I give him a sampling of the Doritos. I don't think he'll eat them, but they're there if he wants them. Um, some some some. He does mango, immediately spit the Dorito sweet. back out. <laughs> Oh man, I was hoping too spicy that it was or too be sweet. Good. Didn't keep. <laughs> oh, oh, they're stale as fuck. Shit. Th- these are at least like a year old. I was there when you bought them. <laughs> yeah, I played with a cat. It was fine. I'm gonna still eat them. More power to you. I carried them. I carried them for this long. That's 
That's understandable. I don't support it, but I get it. I get myself a nice little plate with some Doritos on it, and uh, uh, I down the glass of water, and then I just kind of pour the... Is the uh, mountain spring flat at this point? Or is it it's it's not, still been sealed? not great. It's fine. Like, it is not flat, but it is not fresh. Uh, it is uh, green, and I drink it. As you start to nibble and drink, Baylet sets out before you a beautiful rug, just covered in eyes. Hmm. Oh, that, that seems right. Oh, that's great. There's one big one in the center, and then like a hundred little ones surrounding it. It's unsettling and very cool. He takes uh, a pitcher of water and uh, a pitcher of another liquid, which you don't know quite what it is. It's got kind of like a green tinge to it. And he takes the very finely crushed bug powder. He takes a small scoop of the powder in his hands and quickly works it for just a moment to make a cube and then sets it on top of a spoon, sets the spoon on top of a glass, pours some water, pours some of the mystery liquor, and does this four times. Are we doing bug absinthe? Yes. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, I do take Rogar and you know, hold him up in front of my face and go, all right, listen to Amorea, do what he asks, okay? Nah. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> the best. If you see a Goliath, just bite them. I swear. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. I go back to my bag and root around in it, and then go over to Gary, and I want to set up like kind of balanced on the edge of his uh, his, his little plate there, kind of pointed at the door. The paintball blowgun. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that Gary has something to fire. Good. 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 Uh, Amareya, I think this goes without saying. If anyone asks, we are conscious and fine. You are in uh, a in a restful riverie after your day. As, as you've probably heard last time we did this, we almost got killed. I am aware of the situation. Okay, good, good, good. Pound of, a, a stein of water. Same. All right, let's do this. Hey guys, do you think if I misty stepped out the window, I could misty step back in? I don't uh, think so. I think it would take you at least six seconds to be able to do it again. So. Take your drugs, yeah. Jackson. Okay. And you all imbibe. And then I turn into a dog. Yes, I need everybody to roll me constitution saving for us. Oh boy. Yeah, that's Here fair. Go. Oh, nice. 21, 19 plus 2. Fuck, I, gotta it was, I gotta use dog con. Hang on. It teetered on a 9 <laughs> for a second. I was like, no, 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 no. And then it fell to 19. I was like, yes. 22. Okay. 19. Okay. All right. Okay. Then it's Mordecai who notices it first. Biting night air whips at your face as you race down an alley. You're being pelted with rain. The neon lights of Bulwark, shining jewel of the peninsula, topped by the fiery crater, glints in the precipitation. Jackson. The silver scythe <gasps> takes point, catching the titular scythe on a bar, the momentum carrying himself down a new alley. Mordecai, the old way, as a dog follows in pursuit. 
pausing only for a moment to check to make sure that there are no foes advancing behind them. Zephyr, the tech lock, fires blast behind them. He doesn't see any enemies, but anybody that does follow after them, well, they're going to have a hard time getting over all of that mess. The triad rounds the corner, their target in sight. Old City Hall. It's been over a year since Mayor Graynor vanished in the decimation. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. While his death wasn't overly mourned, the old city hall, which landed partially intact in the mage's district, lay abandoned out of deference. Though much of the east-facing wall was destroyed, the signs are there, and you're ready. He's in there. Professor Cellophase is in there. Professor Cellophase. Professor Cellophase has been dodging your steps for the better part of a year ever since the decimation incident. This otherworldly doctor has been the root of everything from assassinations of ranking mages, heists of valuable artifacts. Nothing stands in the way of the odd doctor. The fear is the last to round the quarter, catching his fellows in streetlight. The three of them form a familiar triad to the people of Bulwark. Aegis, the shield of the gods, the shield of this city. And this shield will work. The three of you walk in to find a large, empty, dusty room. Two massive statues depicting knights stand at either side of a broken desk. A computer terminal, a top-of-the-line Perry Pine Pro processor sits on the desk. Oh, God. Red lights flits in through the cracked ceiling as the blood moon rises higher in the sky. The terminal complements that light with a splash of green. Much of the right side of the room is crushed and destroyed in the incident that the three of you too readily remember. There are exits obvious at the back of the room, and the terminal which should be dead, blinks. What do you do? Professor, you have nowhere to hide. I forgot. You are greeted with silence. I'm still a dog. Yes. I'm a, I think I'm a, I think I'm a, like a big bloodhound. Yeah. I will approach the terminal. I want to just uh, sniff out the room. The terminal reads, Welcome, admin. <laughs> Please select... Memos, door locks, calendar. Which would we prefer to open first? <laughs> door locks. No, it was memos, you fool. It's one bark for one. Come on. It is, it you didn't one bark, bark at all. One. It's one bark for one. One means memos. Oh, God. Oh, it's a new voice. Okay. <laughs> is this a, did the Silver Scythe get a new actor? <laughs> was the Silver Scythe recast? <laughs> I... <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's me, Jackson Silver. I can't remember what the Silver Scythe voice was, and it's... We made the voice modulators joke, so you just, like... It was pretty normal, I think, um, but there was at one point where you were like, it pitched out all the way here because of fear messed with your voice modulator. See, that's what I thought it was, but then, and then Zach jumped straight into Tech Lock. Well, yeah, no, because mine was always deep, because I remember I, I did had, like, the real the deep ventilator. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, because I did that, but then I did the deep voice, and you went, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember. But I think you had joked that yours needed to be really high 
to counteract oh, it. You, oh, you, oh, there was a joke about you, like, Zephyr messed with it so that it, like, it started all the way up here. Hey, who messed with my voice module? <laughs> there, 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 there it is. Oh, yeah, I was Joe Pesci. <laughs> That's right. I was totally Joe Pesci. I'm not playing this character in another game right now, either. <laughs> it's a little different. It's a little different. I'm leaving all and this And hopefully, in. I don't get so loud here that I wake up my kids upstairs. We're gonna Your find wife out. would be pissed! <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I didn't do a voice, so like... <laughs> Mordecai was just Mordecai. You a dog, though. Dogs don't talk. I'm just saying in general. (laughs) You know? Anyway, door locks. Door locks. Desk safe. Closed. Executive garage. Closed. Desk safe? You hit enter on desk safe. What is your passive perception? 14? 14, okay. The, you feel under your hand the desk kind of shudders just a little bit, and you see a drawer pop open. The drawer is pretty deep, and you open it, and there's about $2,000 in there. Ah, uh, hit the mother load of money. Do I have a robo homunculus with me now? Yes. Good. I was gonna make you roll for it. I was like, nah, fuck, that's that's good. Robogar. Robogar. Oh no. Fuck. You know, it's uh that's a lot. How do uh are, we're gonna leave that? We're gonna take it. We can donate into a local charity. <laughs> it sounds like the old way is on board. Alright. I I go over to the old way and I open the saddlebags that we keep on Mordecai. For sure. Absolutely. My backpack we'll transforms, just, yeah. Yeah, the backpack transforms and it actually is like a bag of holding. And we'll just take the bills and drop them in, drop them in, drop Jackson, them in. Jackson, as you're reaching around and actually pulling cash out, you realize that there is a false bottom on this thing. Hey, you know... Hey, I found the uh, secret door down here. I'm going to pull it open. You pull it something out and you find an inc- it's a crown. Hey, incredibly like you can tell you don't know exactly what it is or what it would do. This would take like longer than you have right now to figure out. This crown has some magic to it. You actually shock yourself a little bit as you initially touch it. How? A, a couple questions. Yes. So first and foremost, I forget. Are we cognizant of our real lives at the moment? Only slightly. If you if you took like a moment to think about it, you'd realize, oh yeah, no, this is all a translation of some kind of a reality at some point in the future. But you are not really here in this moment. Awesome. Second question. In this alternate universe timeline of of, mo- of modern day ish ishness, would we see a crown like that? Not really. It's kind of weird. And like in this moment, you actually do kind of clock it as being a familiar design. Like this would look appropriate in Graynor's personal collection. You don't know if you have seen it before. You don't remember, like, as much as King Graynor was a Graynor, he never wore, like, an opulent King George-style crown. I take the crown and I put it on my head for a second and go, Hey, look! I'm the king now. Oh! 
your head feels tingly, and I do need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh oh. This. Take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off, take it off. Nope. I'm about to. (laughs) Wisdom save. Uh, I'm proficient, so that's a 16. Okay. We'll resolve that later. Nothing happens in this moment, though. You, your okay. head feels tingly, and that's it. Okay, I was really going to just make make it a joke, and then if I can, I take it off because I was going to take it off and put it in with the money. Yes. Okay. After, so it kind of shocks me a little bit. I go, oh, you know that's uh, not my place. I apologize. I look at the crown. I apologize. That was not the, my best decision I've ever made. Perhaps we don't put on any strange garments we find. It's a good life rule, you know. I'll put it in the other saddlebag. Doggy bag? Doggy bag. I put it in the other doggy bag. You see um, the terminal is still there and blinking. Door safe is now locked as open. Executive garage is still locked as closed. Um, You still see the markers for memos and calendars near the top that you can easily re-navigate to. Executive garage... I'm going to turn this off for a bit. Uh, executive garage. Executive garage. You hit it. Open on the wall to the right, to the left of you wall. Uh, you see a bookcase move uh, about five feet to the right, and there is a ornate door there. Bingo. I will pad over in that direction. Okay. Um, do we want to go through these memos real fast? Uh, You're the reader. Okay, I, I, memos. Memos. There are th- four memos. The crown of Wolnay is to be transferred by non-magical armored trucks to Despera. Transporters should be there in the morning. All are to keep an eye out for the unflinching. Some vigilante that seems to be always where they need to be. Any individuals carrying membership to Amber Eye Associates are to be reported to local guards. Watch for members of the 13th. One is said to be still lurking in the city. Those are all references I feel like I should know. What was the crown called? The crown of Wolnay. Can I, can I, can I brother get a spelling? W-O-L-N-A-E. That all the memos? That's all the memos. And what was the other thing that was on the terminal? Calendar. Calendar. Click on it. The calendar that was on this computer, appointments for it, and roughly two weeks after the incident. Uh, the incident. The incident. Apparently, nobody has been using this terminal for agenda tracking in quite some time. I would like to, at, in the area of the door that was revealed, mm-hmm. try to sniff out a scent trail. You pick up on a scent that you have become all too familiar with. Smells of decay, of gray matter, of blood. The professor is here. Cellophane. And I do the thing where, like, I lift uh, one front leg and the opposite back leg and point my my body in a direction. Mm-hmm. At the door. Yeah. Good. Hey, there's a good old boy. Yeah. That's pretty good work there. Let's go through through the door. Okay. The three of you walk through the door. Lights hum loudly with the fluorescent whine of bulbs left to fester in dust as a figure is hunched over the table. 
the three of you enter, recognizing the wide-brimmed hat and high coat of the professor. You're about to say something when a bright, brilliant light fills the room and you feel something about your body change. Something awful grips your guts and you feel everything just growing around you. I do not like this. Are we shrink raid? Justice Vin emerges from the shadows. No. Congratulations, Professor. We've caught them. No. Just enough time for us to get out of here. Very good, my man. Very good indeed. Come. Get in the car. We must away. Chief Justice Finn and the professor get into a car and squeal off into the night, a plume of red smoke marking their passing. As three seemingly helpless raccoons stand no! in the garage. No! <laughs> but little did they know. Jeez, what have you done? These are three individuals who can, in fact, operate a motor vehicle. Oh, God. Are we playing Crash Pandas right now? We are now playing Crash Pandas. Oh, my God. Okay. And if you will give me just a moment, I'm going to send you all your character sheets that I did go ahead and make up for you. Jesus fucking Christ. While I'm doing this, hey, everybody, welcome to Crash Pandas, uh, the fun-filled game where we drive cars as raccoons. So the one thing I did not pre-roll for you is your is your gear. Nice. Um, so you can carry, continue to carry one object that you would have had as a normal superhero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one uh, and that could be any piece of gear that you would have had before going into this state. And um one piece of gear from the normal object. Ryan, what is the one piece of gear that you continue to have from your current existence? I mean, he's called the Silver Scythe. I had a feeling you'd <laughs> say that. So, a raccoon with a fucking scythe. Uh, I'm kind of boxed into a corner here. <laughs> That's fine. Is it raccoon size? No, it is a normal size scythe. And you can wield it perfectly as a raccoon. Good. Righteous. And I would also like you to roll me a d20 and tell me what you roll for your second oh, piece yeah, of gear. For a second piece All of right, gear. Because you have so, two hands, so you uh, have two cool. pieces of gear. Yes, here's the other piece of gear. It is a lit cigar. Okay. Ah. Good. How's it saying lit? Uh, anyways. <laughs> All right. Jackson, you scramble around the room for a second. You realize instantly what he's done. Cellophane's up to his old tricks again, you see. <laughs> You make a mad dash, and you grab the first thing that you can. Vin left a cigar. You need something to take the edge off anyway. This podcast does not condone smoking. <laughs> or hallucinogenic drug use, I, says, I should say. Yeah, just as a, I, we, I think we dropped a disclaimer last time. Like, Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't, don't do drugs this. are bad. Okay. Don't do this. This is a... Or, we've all had a lot of... We've all had a lot of fun today. <laughs> don't do this don't do drugs don't. or if you do just please it's fucking a, use them responsibly it's a funny story it's not a funny life <laughs> Mordecai what piece yeah. of gear did you keep I'm gonna go with 
something I've never used as Mordecai, but I think would actually be useful in this situation, and that is a hunting trap. All right, you got a big old bear trap. I've got Roll a big a old bear trap. Uh, 19. 19. Oh, nice. You got a spare tire. That's a spare tire. Or you could make something have five wheels for extra fast. I'm not ruling that out. Zephyr. Uh, I'm keeping the dragonfire lamp, obviously. Natch. This is so on brand. I got fake beard and glasses. I was... <laughs> That's pretty good. I kind of wanted, I kind of hoped we would all roll dog mask. <laughs> As a dog driving a car. They'll never suspect a thing. I was hoping for that or the fake beard and glasses because that would just look like my titular sideburns oh, that yeah. always appear in my wild shapes. There is another thing that you all need to decide on, and that is what car are you going to take? To chase what? after Professor Cellophase because you do have some options. Oh, I'd say, what, what are, are our options? options? Are there options? Or are we coming up with something? You have, th- I have three options. But if you, if the three of you can e- like instantly decide on a fourth, I'm here to play. Your three Zero. options is a motorcycle. It offers no protection from the elements. It does turn on a dime. It will likely crash very quickly, and you'll have to find another way down the mountain. But it is so fast, though. You have a 645 Leo Metropolis convertible. (laughs) It's reasonable protection, not much for style, but it is a convertible, and that's rad. Like, ain't nobody mad about a convertible. I'm I'm having heart palpitations. Your third option is a van with a cool dragon painted on the side. I'm voting the van. Very style, very protect. <laughs> takes a little while to get up to speed. <laughs> very style, very protect. I I vote I vote van. Excellent. I think everybody's here for the van. Motorcycles really tempting, but can I can I look around the room and find Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and point at that? Let's just take the van. <laughs> okay. No, you do you you do find Herbie the Love Bug though. Ah, uh, <laughs> fuck Herbie. Beep beep, Herbie. I'm half brand. <laughs> pass. Hard pass. <laughs> fuck off, Herbie. Raccoons don't take serious damage or die ever. It's true. It's true. For those of you who don't know how to play Crash Pandas, when the uh, like when, us mostly, <laughs> when yeah, our intrepid never done this, no, absolutely never done this. So the way that Crash Pandas works, this is all under the section driving the same car all at once in the rules. <laughs> Amazing. So what you will do is there are six potential actions you can do. You can brake, which is speed minus one. You can turn left about thirty degrees. You can turn right about thirty degrees. You can use an item. You can accelerate, which is speed plus one, or you can do an action. Which is just kind of like freeform. Absolutely. So without conferring, what I am going to do, since we are not sitting in the same room and I can't like lay out a diagram of how the road is laid out, I will describe it to you. And then through the Zoom chat, you will just send me what action you are doing. Are you hitting the brake? Are you turning left? Are you turning right? Are you using an item? And are you accelerating or are you doing an action? You as characters are in no danger. You are just trying to catch this guy. Radical. Awesome. So to be clear, we're all typing you something privately at the same time. Yes. And then you're describing the results of those three actions together. Correct. Got it. Understood. Let's do this. All right. So three raccoons get in a van. 
guys, don't worry. I've been a raccoon before. It's actually, your hands are actually like really nimble. Let's roll. I sort of have thumbs. This is crazy. <laughs> Do you not have thumbs? Well, like, it's just like, I didn't expect it for a raccoon. They're unexpectedly human thumbs. Don't worry, guys. It's shades. The old way. (laughs) (laughs) And the three of you peel out. You're in the magic district. You're wheeling down the center of the road, which is fine because it's a bureaucratic district late at night. Or at least it is fine until you pass the statue of Yaren as it rises in front of you. Everybody send me your first action as you try and get out of the way of this thing in the middle of the road. Oh, okay. Yes, never mind. I sent you a thing before I knew what was happening. Fair enough. I did too, but I'm keeping it. Okay. I'm keeping it also. Awesome. So this will not go well. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine as you speed up. As two of you jam on the accelerator <laughs> and Zephyr veers. Zephyr's left. And you are going at a. It, it takes a bit to get going, but you are quickly going at a good pace. And you leave the magic district for the noble district. Oh, no. With the bureaucracy behind you, you squeal ahead into something that is. Uh, a little unprecedented. You're going down the left side of the road, but unfortunately, there's light traffic here. There is a single car coming directly at you as you are on the left side of the road. Send me your interactions, please. <laughs> this is so stressful. Okay. You begin to speed up. Griffin, what item do you use and how? The tire. How? I want to crawl out the the front onto the front windshield with, like, the tire strapped around my shoulder, and I'm going to get to the very front of the hood and jam the tire down in front of us to, like, basically ramp us up and over this car. I'll allow it. You ramp off this car. Like it's a flywheel. You do lose that tire in the process. I am That's fine. Fucking fly Stunt, is a habit. <laughs> <laughs> this very, very not retro at all super modern van races into the air and then jettisons back down. Boom, boom. Into the upper markets. Red smoke peels ahead of you. A clear sign that Dr. Sellaface has been here before. You're getting on it. You're gaining on him. You have three options at this point. You can go left. Smoke continues that way. He's probably gone that way. You can go right. That's an expressway. You might actually be able to get ahead of him and maybe set up a blockade if you go down that way. Or you can stay center. If you barrel directly through the farmer's market... Nobody's there, so you're not going to hurt anybody, and the car might take some damage. But the car is real big, so it'll probably handle it, and you'll still be a little bit faster than the professor at this point. Let's go! As three raccoons jam on the accelerator. (laughs) (laughs) And the three of you race through cabbages everywhere. My cabbages! My cabbage core. There's a moment where you're rolling, you're rolling, you're flying. 
you land with a thud in the lower markets and continue to race. You think you might actually be ahead of him. You might be almost, it almost might be time to like set up some kind of a blockade or something. You know, he's probably trying to head out of town, enact whatever plan it was that he was trying to put forth. The streets are growing narrower and narrower as your party surges down the road, coming upon a single lane road. You need to center the car or risk scraping it up along the building. Send me your responses, please. What side of the road did you say we were on? You are in the center right now. Oh. Okay. Do we see them? Not yet. You you see smoke coming up behind you. Okay, so we're in front of them at this point. Yeah. You're in front of them, yeah. Two of you from the accelerator jump over to the brake. Griffin, <laughs> you use an item. What is it? The bear trap. After I crawl back in to lay on the gas, I will squirm my way to the back window and slide it open and yuck the bear trap out the back uh, as we slow down. The two of you hit the brakes and slow. And as this pelting rain has been pooling, you hydroplane for just a moment and the car gets stopped exactly dead in the alley. The bear trap is behind you and you see this sports car come wheeling down. Come on, motherfucker! And the bear trap snaps around its wheel, popping it. The car goes flying, ass over headlights. (laughs) In front of you. Dead stop. And the three of you crawl out to see what happens. And as you crawl out, you feel your forms reshaping. You're growing. (coughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I should be used to this. You are back to normal. You have all of your normal gear. Stop. I'd like to use an action. Okay. I want to use use an an item. item. (laughs) I want to use an item, too. Okay, Zephyr was first. I turned left. Fireball. Oh, you're gonna do. You're doing. I was, just gonna, I was just gonna explode. What, what, hold on. What were you? Ow, doing? Hold on. All right. Then let me go first. Let me go first because then you're gonna follow this up. Uh, as I shift out of raccoon form, I take one last drag off of the cigar and, with perfect accuracy, flick it into their gas tank. <laughs> Fireball. Bottom up, up, up. This single cigar spins, not unlike the car itself, and lands perfectly in the gas tank, complemented by the raging roar of fire coming from Zephyr behind you. <laughs> Zephyr, go ahead and roll me roll me damage. Roll an extra. What is that, a D8? Uh, 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 they're D6s. Roll an additional D6 for cigar damage. So, so 70, uh, 96 so nine. 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 Sorry, one more. There you go. Ooh, that was pretty Hey, hey you are, uh, yeah, we're, this is like a fantasy dream world, right? Yeah. Cool, you roll max damage. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> no, but that was an even 40. That's, That's pretty good close. Fireball. That's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good fucking fireball. <laughs> and this car explodes. Yeah! You know, I think we did it. A moment after it explodes, you see a body fly from the vehicle. It's Finn. 
charred but recognizable, but with one very distinct difference. They're scalped. Oh, fuck. The crown of their head is gone. Their brain is gone. As Professor Cellophase rises from the fiery ashes of their vehicle, and their hat falls off, and tentacles descend from their face. No! One reaches back from a side, and under its cephalophoid mouth, mimicking a tongue, you have chosen poorly. Again and again, the justice argued leniency with you free. I argue otherwise. Let's roll initiative. Uh, Zephyr. Uh, that was a 13 for me. Okay. Jackson? 21. Okay. And Mordecai? Also 21. Nice. That is going to be Jackson and Mordecai first. Okay. Take it away. Cool. Uh, I will bonus action for fighting spirit. To no one's great surprise. And I'm going to run at this guy. Get him. Scythe flashing in the rain. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I reach him, or is he flying, or, like, what's the deal? He is standing in front of the car right now, so you can get him. I'm going to get to him, and I'm going to hit him with the sight. Uh, boy, I have not rolled these dice in a while. That's a 29? God, that's a good number. Yeah, that'll do it. And a 24. Okay. Uh, a total of 28 magical... You know what? We're superheroes right now. That's 28 silver damage. I'm here for it. <laughs> and Mordecai. Uh, as I stand back up to my my full height, the casual robe that I wear, the sleeves have been just utterly destroyed. Naturally. And I raise my hand up to the sky. It's storming, right? Yes. I raise my hand up into the air, and I shout, Lord of Storms, I call upon the old way! And I cast Call Lightning. Yes, do it. Squidface needs to make a dexterity saving throw, DC 15. He rolled like shit. That's a nine. Go for it. So that's going to be uh, 24 points of lightning damage. Okay. As a bolt of lightning just descends down from the sky at, at my behest. That fucking hurt him. You, the... That lightning arcs down, and the storm clouds part for a moment, the blood moon once again visible in the sky. The three Ah. of you hear, ka-chunk, 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 running from somewhere further down the road towards you. But they're not here yet. You've stopped the backup. Oh. Awesome. So you've got a couple of rounds with this guy before something happens. Get him, Techlock. And it's the Techlock's turn. Let's give him a little more, shall we? I twist a few, uh, rotate a few uh, rings on my gauntlet, and I hold my hands out in front of me like I'm about to grab something, and rendering in my hands is a lightning cannon that I then cast Witch Bolt with. Excellent. Do it. Uh, We're going to do that second level. Crit, crittery, crit, crittery, crit, crit, crittery. So that's going to be 4d12. Zephyr is as lucky. 
as lucky can be. Zephyr's lucky lightning. So that's 37. I I rolled three 12s and one one. Fuck. (laughs) Yup. That was a little more potent than I expected. I need everybody to make me intelligence saving throws. Oh, no. It, does this appear to be some form of spell? This is a natural ability. Seven. Oh, okay. Seven. 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 Intelligence okay. save. Doesn't matter. Thirteen. Zephyr, you save outright. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mordecai, you fail outright. Jackson, you fail. But you feel something. You feel that other failure from earlier tonight with the crown kind of tickling no. at you. And it crown. blocks it. Would you like, like a hand? hand? Commander, Commander Jackson. Jackson. Who is this? As a familiar voice echoes in your mind. Roll me a history check at disadvantage because you are very distracted right now. Okay, let's see what happens. Gaia? I'm so or my modern Amorea? Is it Balin? History is an intelligent stat at disadvantage. Yeah. So this is going to go so, so badly. Okay. 17. I rolled an 18 and a 20. Yeah, son. Yeah, son. That's that's weird. Mayor Graynor's been dead for over a year. What the fuck? I will take any aid you have. Excellent. Excellent. You feel an icy power come over you. Mordecai, you take 31 damage. You are currently stunned. You can save at the end of your next turn. Hold for concentration. Concentrating. Concentrating. Cool. Mordecai, it is your turn. I'm stunned. You are stunned. Go ahead and roll that intelligence saving throw again for me, please. Fuck. Same thing. Seven. Okay. Jackson, you're up. Do I have to do anything? No. It blocked it for you. Okay. Is the, the squid face still in front of us? Professor oh, Sel- yes. Professor Selaface is still there? He's still there. Great. God damn it. Selaface is so cool. That's very good. Uh, I'm going to do several things kind of all at once. So I'm just going to keep attacking him because that's just kind of what I do. So I'll just do that first. So first attack is a 28. Second attack is a 30. Yeah. Because those are numbers. So that's going to be 23 damage there. Cool. Action surge and do it again. Okay. First attack is a 27, second attack is a 30, and that's going to be 26 more damage. Okay. And then I'm going to bonus action. So the silver scythe comes in and like the swirling silver dervish, you're not sure if the scythe is hitting or if his cape is hitting or if his foot is hitting. Blood starts flowing and flying, and then he stops. He reaches back his offhand and flies it forward, and he casts spiritual weapon and out of the darkness flies a you know he's a radio dj so it's a microphone on a cord <laughs> ah it's pretty good so I, was hoping, I, I thought it was gonna be like a vinyl and that flick flies out of the darkness to hit 
this guy, and that's the crit. Of course <laughs> it is. That's Mike crit. So that's going to be 11 points of microphone damage, mm-hmm. which I think is just blowing out your microphone. I think that's what Oh, that yeah, is. feedback like goes off. Feedback, yeah. Yeah. You see it, and as this thing flies, you see at the head of it, it's changed a little bit. Something is having an effect on the magic that you are doing. Because the head of the microphone is replaced with a skull with jeweled eyes. Cool. Am I fucking Ghost Rider now? (laughs) As this thing crashes into it, you hear off in the distance again, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. It's getting louder. Except this time it's accompanied by something else. Gunshots? You're not sure. Mage shots? It's Zephyr's turn now. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna do my do my D12. Not to, not to like, ba- like backseat game, but Shaboy could really use a bardic to get out of this stun. Oh yeah, no, for real. I'm sorry. No, no, definitely. That's a bonus action. Uh, yeah, <laughs> take, take that. Really use a bardic. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, most stuff. I did, I wouldn't even. I often forget I have those. I so. picture uh, Jackson, Mordecai, and Saphir kind of just like laying in state, but all also like video game controlling themselves, and we can talk back and forth. Yeah. So we just hit pause, and yeah, yeah, Mordecai yeah. just goes, "Hey, man, don't forget to do this thing, so I can keep playing the game." Yeah, oh my, yeah, my pro stat, yeah, pro yeah, yeah. I'm on. I'm still on my respawn timer, and so I, I just come on over Discord. Uh, that's uh, that's nine lightning damage. Nine lightning damage. It is displeased. And and yeah, Mord's got that. Got a, a D six Bardic. It's turn now. First, we roll to see if it gets its mind blast back. Uh huh. Okay. And it's going to attack you, Jackson. Bring it. I believe a twenty will still hit you. Meter beat. Yeah. Okay, 27 psychic damage as this thing has taken its punishment and begins to return in kind. I need you to make me an intelligence saving throw at advantage because you've got something else helping you. 15. Insufficient. As this thing grapples you, you are, for the moment, stunned. Wheels back around. Mordecai. Go ahead and make a saving throw at advantage. Yeah. At advantage? Advantage. 20. I burned the bardic. That'll do it. You're free. That's Is that is that the end of my turn? Yes, that is the end of Beans. your turn. I, can I at least, like, as I'm coming out of it, just glance behind me and see, like, in any, like, are people busting through? Not yet. Ugh. 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 Jackson, go ahead and make your, make another intelligence saving throw at Never advantage. Happen. 12. You are still held in stasis. Zephyr. And these things, you, you hear, like, the, the two of you that are currently not stunned, you hear these things stop and loosen, and whatever is ka-chunking is beginning to stop, and you hear louder. Okay, I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue to focus on this. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, awesome. Bonus action, uh, Bardic for Jackson. Okay. Um, his D6. Um, I am going to kill, uh, Witch Bolt. Um, and we're gonna, uh, launch some Eldritch Blasts. Um, that is a 23. Okay. That'll hit. Cool. And then the other attack is a dirty 20. Okay. Awesome. So you're gonna take, ooh, Nice, that's 27 force damage. Jackson, you feel this thing loosen its grip around your face, and you come to. 
as Professor Selface slumps to the ground, very much dead. I love calamari. <laughs> it was a trap. Uh, what's the situation behind us? As the three of you turn around to see the kachunking, you see a single figure stand atop the burning wreckage of the sports car. The unflinching. They are decked out in effectively a cat suit, skin tight leather, a single eye in the center of its head. And it pulls the hood back to reveal Bailataran. Ah, ah. <laughs> hey guys, what you? Oh shit! This has been. Uh, sorry, one second. This has been crazy. Uh, uh, we were raccoons for a moment. What? I know it was great. Like the other two too, not just me. Weird. Jack, you all right? No. Where were you? Taking care of these guys, and he reaches on his back and chucks something on the ground. It's a head of an amber forged. Oh, fuck. Oh. Well, that's not good. No. No, it's not. But they tried to murder the fuck out of me. And they almost did it, too! Oh, Carrie! You hear Carrie, and you look up, but you don't see them. Until you look up at the blood moon. Oh, oh no. no. Hi, guys. And the moon rushes towards the planet. This is the worst Majora's Mask sequel. I, I, just, <laughs> I just put my arms out. It's so good to see you boys again. Bailit, look at you, hanging out with the right kind of crowd. Hello. Oh, God, Carrie. <sighs> um, so... Carrie, what are you trying to tell us this time? Like, because last time you said, hey, you should find the Zamburai people, but now it seems like they're bad guys. It's kind of hard to say. To be honest, I didn't tell you to look for them. It just kind of turned out to be the right thing. Yeah. But is it the right thing still? Or can you not tell? Hard to say, as several beholder tentacles unslorp from the moon and shrug. Okay. I am not a deity of clear prophecies, just accurate ones. So, when you were stuck to my soul and told me that, like, you had the insider scoop and would keep us safe, was that just a lot of guesswork? Yes. (laughs) But I haven't been wrong yet. But apparently you need to watch the fuck out for those things. Understood. Um, okay. So, I, I I believe they're sending a retinue to, you know, these peace talks and stuff, so that will be great. Peace talks? What do... Oh. Oh, wait. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, a single... Us. Oh, a single head. eyeball tentacle pats you on the head. I understand. What's I the 13th? understand. Oh, ah, nice. What's the 13th? 13th? Yeah. A file in the the mayor's office said that. Well, there used to be 13 noble families, but one of them was banished. Oh, okay. Seems legit. But I can't tell you much more. It's almost morning, and you boys have a busy day. I can clarify on one more thing you've seen. So make it a good one! Alright, quick huddle, quick Okay, huddle. yeah, huddle up, huddle up. Um, so the, uh, the, the crown, 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 crown would be a good guys, thing. Guys, I don't think Graynor's dead. 
What? Com- uh, one more for me. Or not completely. He talked to my brain space. Oh, did he? Did he Voldemort that shit? I don't know, but he. Uh, I put the crown on, and then Graynor helped me. Oh, is he in your brain now? I don't know, and I don't know how to phrase you're this a, question. You're a I vessel think, for the king. I, either we can. I. I do. We, does I look up to Carrie Moon, Moon Carrie? Does it have to be phrased as a yes or no? Oh, that's not the question. That's not the question. That's not the question. <laughs> and the mists. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Um, <laughs> not necessarily, but I reserve the right to be as cryptic as I want with the answer. Okay, but Carrie, look, we need you to be specific with us. If you know the full answer, please tell us. Alright, You were tied to my soul. Will you just do me this one favor? And you know the answer to that is no, for the same reason. Kenny! Okay, so, like, we can either ask, like, just a simple, like, is Graynor alive? Or a more general, like, what's up with Graynor? Or, like, is Graynor in Jackson right now? I mean, I feel like that falls under what's up with Graynor. That's a, that's a good question. Sure. I asked one already, so I'll, like, I'll leave it to y'all. But uh, this seems very uh, important to, to your sort of current state of being, Jackson. Do you want to ask yeah. this question? <laughs> um, sure. I guess I could do that. Okay. Break. Okay. Ages. <laughs> the moon stares at you blinkingly. Jackson has 17 different questions that he all wants answers to rush through his brain, and he doesn't verbalize any of them. He instead says, I think I just felt Graynor in my brain space from the crown. He didn't seem as dead as we thought. What's up with King Mayor Graynor? It's hard to kill a lich if you don't destroy the phylactery. Oh, no! (laughs) You're shitting me! And the rain picks up. You are That's like the worst it could be. The cold winds beat at you. You are soaked to the bone. You are cold as you awaken in the morning in Lee in a cold sweat. Thank you very much for joining us here on Another Path. You can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com on Twitter at anotherpathpod and our network at ghostlightmedia.net. You can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. A special thanks to our donor, Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. And of course, an extra special thanks to the creator of Crash Pandas, a game about street racing raccoons, Grant Howitt. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht Griffin at Griffcold and Zach at that guy Zach Robb. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember the difference between accurate and clear. This has been a Ghostlight Media production. Oh my god. Holy fucking shit. These next, like, four episodes are gonna be so good.